Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony Transcribed. Just think of a big, juicy Kroger Tender Ray steak, broiled to a beautiful, luscious brown. Think of cutting into the rich red meat, of tasting the tenderest steak of your life. That's Kroger Tender Ray Beef, the one beef that's always fresh, always tender. Yes, it's always fresh, always tender, because it's tendered by the original Kroger Tender Ray method. You know it's tender because by the Kroger Tender Ray method, the top U.S. government grades of beef are made naturally tender without aging. You know it's always fresh because by the Kroger Tender Ray method, there's no need for wasteful aging, no time for loss of savory juice. No other beef so fresh can be so tender. Yet Kroger Tender Ray beef costs no more than ordinary beef. And just think, Kroger guarantees it's the best eating beef you've ever served or your money back. So visit your Kroger store right away. Get a tender roast or a big, juicy Kroger Tender Ray steak. And remember, when it's Kroger Tender Ray beef, you know that no other beef so fresh can be so tender. Get Kroger Tender Ray beef at your Kroger store and get the finest beef value in town. And now, Hearts in Harmony. It was over a year ago that Penny Gibbs' brother Pat left Rossville to look for his wife Suzanne, who had run away from home. Last Friday, Pat wired that he was coming back to Rossville with startling news about his missing wife. But the wire said no more. So everyone in the Gibbs home has been trying to guess just what the news is. Chief among them, Penny's mother, Grace. This morning, she says to Penny, Oh, Penny, if we don't hear from Pat soon, I'm going to go out of my mind. Why didn't he say more in his oh, wire? Oh, Mother, I wish I knew. Maybe Pat wasn't so sure of the news himself. Maybe all he did was contact the Denver police and they said they had something to tell him. That might explain it. Oh, I'm sure when he followed the instructions in your wire and contacted the police in Denver, they, they told him what they knew. So Pat should have told us. Oh, darling, I know what you're going through. You have no idea what I'm going through. Pat's never been vague before. In fact, he's always been too ready to blurt out all the facts, no matter how unpleasant they are. You still want to take a pessimistic view of the matter, don't you? Oh, I don't want to, Penny. I can't help it. I, I just have to. Well, darling, I don't see why. If what Pat heard from the Denver police had been upsetting, he would have wired that he had bad news about Suzanne. Oh, I suppose so. But I can't help from feeling that Pat is hiding something. That he knows something is too unpleasant to put into a telegram. No, you listen to me a minute. You yourself said that Pat always blurts out the unhappy truth. Now, why wouldn't he do it this time? Oh, I don't know. I, I just have a feeling Mother, that... you've been fretting over this for days. You'll be a nervous wreck if you don't oh, stop. Well, I've tried, Penny. I, I've gone for walks. I've gone to the movies. I've tried to read, to visit the neighbors. Anything to keep my mind occupied. But I can't stop thinking about Pat and that telegram and the news about Suzanne. All right. Don't try to stop thinking about it, but try to stop thinking the worst. After all, the news may be good news. You know how I feel about the whole thing, darling. How can it be good? Oh, Mother, you mustn't be so upset and, and so against Pat bringing Suzanne home again. I'm not against it, darling. I, I'm just afraid of it. 
You want Pat to be happy, don't you? Of course. Well, then, if, if Pat's bringing Suzanne home with him, it's because he wants to. After all, Mother, he's been looking for her for over a year. That's why he took a job that let him travel, isn't it? Well, I don't think he's been looking for her because he loves her. But because he wants a mother for his daughter. He's been trying to find Suzanne for Valerie's sake, not his own. We don't know that, though. Pat hasn't said much about his feelings for Suzanne for months. Well, that indicates to me that he stopped loving her a long time ago. Oh, believe me, Penny, I, I want Pat to have a wife again. I want Valerie to have a mother, but Suzanne has done so much to hurt them both that... That what, darling? Well, that I dread having her come back to them only to hurt them both again. That's what my fear is, Penny. That's what my objection is. I thought Suzanne had come home with Pat and things would be the way they should be. I, well, I'd be the happiest mother in the world. Oh, Mother, first of all, we don't know whether or not Pat has found Suzanne. And if he has found her, it's very possible that she's refused to come back to Rossville. Have you thought about that? No. Frankly, I haven't. But that wouldn't help any. Suzanne's refusing to come back, I mean. That'd break Pat's heart. After all these months of searching for... Maybe not. It would settle something in Pat's mind, though, once and for all. Oh, Mother, Pat's no fool. If he's found Suzanne and she's refused to come home with him, he'll consider himself well rid of her. Oh, I'm beginning to wonder, though. He married Suzanne because he loved her. Maybe he'll always be in love with her. He married her in France, just as so many other soldiers married when they were overseas. It seemed to be love at the time, but it wasn't always that. Oh, I'm sure it was with Pat. How can you be? Darling, Pat isn't different. He felt as so many others in the Army felt. A at best, life was uncertain, precarious, short. And if he was to get anything out of life, he had to get it then. What Penny? You make it sound as if Pat married Suzanne on the spur of the moment, and that's not so. They've known each other a long time. Not such a long time that Pat could be sure that this was his one and only love. Remember, darling, Pat and Suzanne didn't get along too well after she'd been in Rossville only a few months. Oh, that was my fault. Pat and Suzanne should have had a home of their own from the very beginning. It's hard for Suzanne to be Pat's wife in another woman's home. I still think she could have adjusted herself to the situation till Pat found a home of their own. She knew that the housing situation was bad. She should have been a lot more patient than she was. Penny, just how do you feel about Suzanne? The other day you were defending her. Now you're speaking against her. No, I'm not. I'm just arguing that it wasn't your fault that Pat and Suzanne didn't get along. And I'm arguing that it was as much Pat's fault as it was Suzanne's. He began to be a little unreasonable, too, you know. She drove him to it. She nearly drove him out of his mind. Now I'm afraid she's coming back to do the same thing all over again. Oh, maybe not. She might be different now, or maybe she's not coming back. You think I'm cruel to hope she isn't, don't you? No. Not when you feel the way you do. Penny, it's as much for little Valerie's sake as for Pat's. I'd rather see Pat without a wife and Valerie without a mother than to have them both made miserable by Suzanne. Hello, Freddie. Oh, hi, Peg. Hey, what you doing here? Should be pretty obvious what I'm doing, Freddie. 
sitting on a bench at the edge of the park and watching the world go by. Yeah, but aren't you cold, Peg? Sort of a nasty day. Is it nasty? Well, maybe that's what's wrong with me. Hey, you're lower down than the pavement, aren't you, Peg? Uh, mind if I sit down with you a minute? No, no, not at all. Glad to have you. Even my mortal enemy is better company than mine. Hey, <laughs> cut that out, will you? Oh, we buried the hatchet, you know. Where? In each other's hearts? Well, there's no hatchet in mine, and I don't remember throwing one at you either. There's no hatchet in my heart either, Freddie. I just said that because, well, that's the way I feel today, I guess. Sure, that's the way you feel today. I know. But look, why sit out here all alone, Peg? Plenty of people back at home. Practically a crowd. Freddie, haven't you ever felt alone in a crowd? Alone? Well, yeah. Yeah, I guess so, but not lately. <laughs> not for years, I guess. Well, then you've forgotten what it's like. It's the most, the most lonesome, lonely feeling in the world. What's the matter, Peg? I mean... What's the real trouble? I'm alone, Freddy. Oh, you are not. Why, you've got as many friends as anybody I know. Oh, I have the friends, yes, the friends I want. Penny, Mr. and Mrs. Billings, you, Nora, a few others. But still, I'm lonesome, Freddy. As lonesome and as cut off as if I were at the bottom of a well calling for help, and there was no one near enough to hear me. Hey, look, Peg, you're not telling me the truth. I don't say you have to, but, well, if you want to, I'll... Well, I... Guess I wouldn't be of much help anyway, would I? No, Freddie, there's no use in telling you what it is, and it isn't that you wouldn't be of help. I hope you believe I'd try, though. Yes, Freddie, I'm sure you would. Well, then, if you ever feel like telling me, Peg, I'm usually around. Thanks, but I won't bother you. This is something I... Freddie. Hmm? Freddie, look at me. Look at me good and hard a long time. Well, what for? Well, just look at me. Be honest. Tell me something. Do I look as if I have a heart... With a face like that, Peg, why, you look as if you not only have a heart, but a warm one. I do. Believe me, I do. Freddie, I know I shouldn't ask you this, but... But what? Oh, nothing, Freddie. I won't ask. I, I, I can't. I, I, I... Yeah? Oh, it's nothing. I shouldn't have started this. I, I shouldn't have let you sit down. I... Freddie, look at me again, will you? Well, sure. This is for being kind enough to forgive me for all the wrong I've done. Oh, now, wait a minute, Peg. You should... Hey, Peg, you know, that, 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 that wasn't, wasn't the right... That wasn't supposed to mean anything, Freddie. I, I love Nora too much, and I'm much too grateful to you to do you any harm. I did that because Look, I... Look, I'm no baby, Peg. I know why you did it, and it's okay. I, I just hope that... Well, someday you... Well, someday there'll be more than a coat to keep me warm and more than patched-up dreams to make me smile. Yeah, I, I guess that's what I meant. You, uh, you gonna stay here or you want to come home now? I've got the truck parked right down the street. I guess I'll go home. Good. Come on. And let's see you smile. Does it have to be much of a smile? Yep, from ear to ear. Or I'll start running through all the bum jokes I know till I get a chuckle out of you. <laughs> You're torturing me into smiling. <laughs> <laughs> no, just the threat alone did the trick. Hey, Peg. What do you think of Penny's brother coming home? Well, from what I've heard around the house, I don't know what to think, but there's some question as to whether or not it'll be a happy homecoming. Oh, everybody's going to be glad to see Pat come home. It's the news about his wife that has everybody upset. Yes, so I understand. I believe she was even more of a troublemaker than I am. <laughs> Next to Suzanne, even at your worst, Peg, you're an angel. At least from what I hear about her. Oh, oh, you didn't know her? 
No, not too well. Well, what about Pat? Do you know him well? Yeah, I knew him only for a few months, but I feel as though I'd known him always. Easiest guy to get along with I ever met. I'm looking forward to meeting him. Plenty glad to see him myself. You know, Peggy's one of those guys that it... Hey. Hey, Peg. I just thought of something. What? Uh, about Pat. And you being lonesome. Now, there's a guy who's lonesome, too, in a way. Well, he has a wife and child, Freddie. Sure, and you have a child. And maybe he doesn't have a wife. No, I... I got a hunch that she's not coming back to Rossville with him. Got another hunch, too. Have you? Mm-hmm. Got a hunch that when Pat gets back to town, if you sit on park benches, Peg, you won't sit alone. So Freddie feels that Pat is coming back to Rossville without his wife and may see something in Peg Martin. Has Peg really changed as much as she seems? And just what is in store for Peg, for Penny, and the Gibbs family when Pat comes home again? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. Here's a sight to thrill any man, a sizzling hot Kroger Tender Ray steak, buttery, tender, and deliciously fresh. When it's Kroger Tender Ray, you know it's always tender because by the original Kroger Tender Ray method, the top U.S. government grades of beef are made naturally tender without aging. You know it's always fresh because by the Kroger Tender Ray method, there's no need for wasteful aging, no time for loss of savory juice. No other beef so fresh can be so tender. Get Kroger Tender Ray beef right away. And notice that Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. You see, before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. And remember, when it's Kroger Tender Ray beef, you know it's the finest beef value in town. So ladies, go to your neighborhood Kroger store, the only place you can get this exclusive Kroger value, Kroger Tender Ray beef. Buy a fresh and tender Kroger Tender Ray steak or roast. And remember that the Kroger cut gives you more meat, less waste. That means you get more meat for your money. You get the finest beef value in town when you buy Kroger Tender Ray beef at your Kroger store. Tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for another exciting transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony. <laughs> 